Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Oh! Woo! All right. I gotta be honest, boys, I'm a little stressed. Um, my refrigerator is, um, I'm, I'm not sure it's working. <laughs> it's not It's not running? Is this a setup not to running. a joke? Oh, no. Nope. This is um, <laughs> oh, a genuine, no. this is genuinely, um, I don't know, like it's still a little cold, but like I don't feel like it's as cold as it should be. And I think that the things, like my food, I'm like, I kind of, I take it out to eat it. I'm like, uh. It's not, it's not warm, but it's not cold, you know, man. Um, so I just threw, I just threw my, <clears throat> my meals that I had prepped in the, in the freezer. Just gonna have to reheat them tomorrow that way and hope my yogurt stays good overnight. Uh, <laughs> put in a, <laughs> put in a work. Disgusting. Yeah. Put in a, it, it's, it's retaining like cold. It's just like, I know it should be colder. I guess if that makes sense. It's like. Yeah, it's just not all the way there. Yeah. So I yeah. put in a put in a hot work order with the uh, with the apartment complex. So hopefully that they come through big on this one because uh, Daddy needs his yogurt. Matt, I got a question for you. Answer: Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, look at me. I'm well, then you better go catch it. Ah! <laughs> uh, you're immune, you're immune to that joke for a little while. Until your refrigerator gets fixed, because you just go like, no, it's not running, actually. It's not running. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's running at like 30% capacity is what, I, what I'm getting at. <laughs> I'd say that as a, that's a solid not running. Um, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm excited. Do we want to hit the twit longer? Or Mickey, you want to do your thing first? Or should we talk oh, Oscars let's, let's, before let's, we let's start, the draft? Let's start with the twit longer first. Okay, okay. Is, is breaking breaking news, Mickey, you want to you tee us up here? <gasps> Wait. Uh, I'm so sorry. I have one more thing I have to say. Go for okay, it. Okay, go, go ahead. I pre-ordered Hogwarts Legacy okay. Deluxe. Which nice. Deluxe? Wait, with the floating wand one or just the, no, no, the no, quest line just that the, you get? Just the in-game content stuff? Well, you get the quest line no matter what if you pre-order, but I get a Dark Arts hat now in the game, and I get to play three days early. <laughs> you are smiling um, so big right now for the Dark Arts hat. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to be a little naughty wizard, man. I'm, I'm going to be casting Crucio like it's no one's business. Avada Kedavra, Avada Kedavra, like, it's a, oh, really an underutilized spell when you think about it for all the problems they face. Honestly, so. I, I've said this before about the Harry Potter universe. It doesn't, it, it works as good as a gun. Just, mm -hmm. just have a gun. It would work yeah. just as well. Yeah. Can you imagine the battle, battle of Hogwarts? Someone just has like an RPG. <laughs> Dude, it would like, be better than any spell. Uh, an assault rifle or whatever, like, man. Dude, and then you use the, the magic to deflect the... RPG missile, just go. Poof. You that that would be cool, but like, he's some sick fight. I mean, at the end of the day, like the Muggle world just simply caught up with the Wizarding world at a certain point, and like guns, we have guns. I mean, in like the eighteen hundreds, like <laughs> whenever gunpowder yeah. wasn't created, is pretty much when they caught up. Maybe I, I, I'm pretty sure they'd be able maybe to evolve magic after, but... to keep up with technology. You think well, so? they haven't. Wait, hang on. That's actually a great question. Maybe the game will solve. <laughs> Do we know if magic got stronger and stronger over the years, or it was just the same? Oh, for like a is Hogwarts years? Legacy supposed to be modern day? No, 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 no. it's set in the eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. But I do know the plot of the game is something to do with goblins and like an ancient dark magic being awoken, 
And me being the fucking Slytherin I am, I'm going to harness that. Oh, I was, thinking, I was thinking of I Avatar. Might. The next Avatar is going to be set in modern day. It's between oh, wow, Slytherin and Avatar and, and Harry oh. Potter again, Mickey. Yeah. Is that the second time I've done that? No, I just I don't know how you did it at all right now, but you did. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I've done a house test, I've either been Slytherin or Hufflepuff. It really depends on my mood, I think. <laughs> so it's like uh, real real 180. You know, Matthew do two playthroughs. We'll see. I'm yeah. curious on how they're going to do it in the game. Like, you know, are they just going to qu- do a quiz? Are they going to do a Hogwarts house quiz like a la BuzzFeed at the beginning of I think you might just Hogwarts get like a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> yeah, that's that tells that tells the hat what to say. Yeah, but I mean, cool. I, you know, as we approach that game, I gotta say, you know, I am actually pretty, pretty excited for it. I think it's that'll be fun. be fun. That'll be fun. I feel yeah. like, um, you know, the last but on a Hogwarts, game we did was Hogwarts. Been on a Harry Potter kick lately too. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I watched like you gotta all get them back in the triple A space. Yeah, yeah. We're doing Last of Us. Oh yeah, I guess. But like a, a tri- brand new, triple, like a new AAA. new AAA with like I think with that the new new expectation. Like, you, you haven't, like open yeah, you world. Haven't done, you haven't done a re- recent release AAA game in God since of Elden Ring, right? No, oh, God, God of War. War. Yeah, that, that, I'll that, tell that, you what. I cannot remember the last. When's the last open world game we reviewed? You don't count God of War as open world. Fuck no. Is Elden then Ring it was Elden Ring, world? probably. Like, oh, yeah. it was Elden Ring. Yeah. So yeah, it's been almost a year. Yeah, it's been a while. We reviewed Elden Ring. That was an April game. That's crazy. Is Hogwarts yeah. Legacy open world? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's open Hogwarts. <laughs> no, you can go to you can go to what's Hogsmeade? the little Hogsmeade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Get some butterbeer <laughs> with your date. That sounds like there's <laughs> dating sim going on in the game now. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, you're getting me pretty hyped about the game, honestly, Matt. I gotta say. I don't know if there's a date that thinks. That's, uh, I hope there is. That'd be fun. There yes. definitely will be. Actually, yeah. I, I mean, I certainly hope so. Um, all right, we got we got to go. We got to move on, Mickey. Yeah. What you got right. with this twit longer? You want to so, see us up here? Uh, this past, if you're a Super Smash Brothers fan, you know that this past weekend, the weekend of. January 21st and 2nd was a big one of the biggest smash tournaments of the year Genesis Genesis 9 just occurred and we had uh, in Melee specifically we had Mook take his very first major over the likes of Zane IBDW congrats Moki, to Jmook and if you look at that top 8 you'll notice of one name that's not in there anywhere I don't even think he was in top 32 and that would be mango the greatest player of all time the reason why he's not there is because he did enter but he drowned but that's because he went dr mario and bracket and pretty much pretty pretty troll what also happened this past weekend is that mango has kept saying like oh zane's gonna be number one the yearly rankings for 2022 just got released as well and mango's been saying oh zane's gonna be number one Mango's gonna be number two. Ams is gonna be number three. That's he said. It's pretty much like solidified. Like the, there's no arguing that Mango could be three or uh, three or lower. And when the rankings released, sure enough, Mango got ranked third. And Mango was like super upset about this. At least on Twitter, that's what it appears. And so after the rankings released, he started. To, he went Dr. Mario in bracket, just didn't do too hot. And Mango fans, the, the Mango Nation was in shambles. They were like, oh, man, we really want to see him try. This is such an amazing event. And he just like threw it all away. 
and he just released a twit longer today, pretty much explaining his actions and how uh, he was saying on his stream, pretty much the TLDR of this is on a stream. He was saying how he was very not motivated going to Genesis and he's just like looking for an excuse to not try. Like he just went to like six tournaments at the end of 2022 and like he needed a break and he's a big Eagles fan and the Eagles are now the uh, NFC championship game. And he just wanted to watch them. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's the a twit massive Eagles says, fan. I love the twit longer. The second sentence is, it might sound dumb to some people, but I just really wanted to watch the Eagles game <laughs> and not worry about the tourney. Yeah. And then he goes uh, on to explain his, you know, Amsa number two and Zane number, you know, number one, number yeah, two, number three thing. He, and he, he says in there that he didn't actually care about being ranked third. He just he was just looking for a scapegoat to not try. Like he, he just right. needed a reason a tangible reason to tell people to not to let him go doc. I, I got, I got two things on this one, boys. I have questions for you. Uh, in, in like the space of, you know, high level competition of any kind, do you think it's okay for a competitor to just like phone it in and just say like, no, thank you. Like, I just can't compete today. I don't want to compete today. I'm going to opt. I'm basically going to opt out and, you know, not perform very well i get in a team sport you know affects a lot of things affects more than just yourself but an individual sport like this is this okay i think it's perfectly fine like you i like you even saw this at the olympics with uh simone bile is what her name was the the gymnast Mm -hmm. uh she dropped out of the olympics because she was having mental (laughs) health issues then you also saw in the nfl in the 2021 season that he was the Falcons receiver at the time, Calvin Ridley. He also stepped away from the game because he was also dealing with like depression, mental health issues. Blah, blah, blah. He stepped away for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> the amount of stress that goes into competing at, I mean, anyone that's done a competitive sport in their life or esport for that matter, when you are in a like high stakes game, that does really matter. You know, I mean, not like competition mindset. It is, it's very draining and it's stressful. Right. And I mean, I, I competed at like the lowest level of sports, the high, high school. Right. And like, I would get anxious before games or before like track meets or whatever. And that was like killer. So like what someone like mangoes going through, right. Who is basically, who is pretty much the go to melee, you know, depending on who you ask. To put into perspective, he's been competing since 2007 and has yeah. been the best at the yeah. game with three different characters. Yeah, guys have been competing pretty yeah. much the majority of his life. Is like he has the right to not care anymore if he doesn't want to and to, you know, take these breaks. Yeah. But my my take on this is like, you know, competing, like Mango's primary like income is not going to these tournaments Fine. and placing yeah, in top stream. Eight. Like not even close, you know. It's like this man is a full-time streamer. Like he I'm pretty sure hundreds, every maybe thousands of subs every time he goes to one of these tournaments. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure every melee player's primary income is probably their stream. Yeah, only you know, for the top I, I just, level. I I just I do feel like Mango. He's kind of in like a little bit of a higher echelon, like that reaches outside of the melee, like fan streaming community. Like I think that Mango is well known outside of just like Smash. It, like it, people it, it know him as it. It helps that he's friends with Ludwig, <laughs> and he's speeches yeah. on the stream and podcast a lot yeah like i mean he is like a little bit beyond like no like 
let's say AMSA makes AMSA, the Yoshi melee player, makes a lot of like money from streaming or that's their that's his primary mode of income or whatever. He's still not like at a mango level streamer where like he's in the echelon of like a primary Twitch streamer that people like a household name type of thing. So Mango has no obligation to really like jump in here and like try his best, especially when he's like he's claiming that, you know, he's been fighting through like some depression and like, you know, he just has other priorities in life. Actually, this guy's I don't a think dad. he said I don't think he said he was fighting depression. You, you he said just, uh, he said he saw a sports psychologist, which helped a lot. Oh, so yeah, he I, I, I wouldn't say. That's I think I can actually though. just get depressed a lot and push push things away. Ah. Yeah, so he did mention. Did that. you read the twit longer, Mickey? No, huh? no, I, I <laughs> it's a long it. twit longer. It, um, it's actually not but, that long. This is one of the short But like, ones. but uh, I guess what I what I'm trying to say is, you know, he's not obligated to like some sort of like fan base to. I don't know, like compete when he's not feeling it. And I'm like kind of on Mango's side and just like, hey man, like it's all good. You can like sit a tournament out. You could have just not gone, honestly, and just said like, hey, like I got to opt out for personal reasons and just not go. That'd probably be the cleaner way to do it. But my favorite thing is like in the third paragraph down, he says, it might sound corny, but it's hard being Mango and some people think it's so easy just because I'm so loved. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So the best thing he's ever said. The, it was one of the funniest things I've ever read. So that's that's great. Um, behind Mango on this one, I don't know about you guys, but um, no, yeah. probably anybody like, trying to shit on him is just a you, troll. And there's rarely an off season when it comes to esports. Uh, there's usually just like like the ones that don't have leagues. Like Smash is one of them. They just have tournaments all year long. Are you? Uh, 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 sorry, uh, all, all year, year long. long. <laughs> and there's. You just pretty much pick and choose which tournaments you want, but then, but there are like five staples that pretty much everyone goes to. There's like Genesis, Big House, uh, Evo, Evo. Well, you're not Evo anymore. It smashes in there anymore. Oh, but it right. used to be Evo. Yikes. Uh, I, I forget what else. Uh, people Shine's probably one of them. Yeah. So on and so forth. Well, but yeah. Uh, interesting. The bit of news just dropped two hours ago, so people will be hearing about that in a couple days. Hopefully, <laughs> a, that a adds funny. some color to your week. A funny tweet he made last night about the Eagles is like, I think I want to take my son to his first Eagles game this weekend, which is the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. And I get watery-eyed thinking about it. I hope we lose to get the true Eagles experience. (laughs) Go Birds! Go go Birds. (laughs) So random that he's an Eagles fan. Like He's probably one of the only only Southern California guys, like Southern California natives, who's like Eagles fan. Do you know any Mickey, Matt? uh southern california no i know i know a couple outside that but ma- pretty much it's because of mango because mango's an eagles fan a lot of smash players are eagles fans as well are, are you serious yeah. jesus i buy that <clears throat> wow yeah I, i've seen less like my brother riley his favorite team was the falcons for a long time just because he liked birds <laughs> and he played and he played him in uh madden uh nfl blitz i'm oh, sorry not Madden nfl plus 2000 my first NFL. soccer team i liked was arsenal fc first english team i supported solely because i liked their colors and i thought the cannon on their emblem was cool it is cool it, it is, is cool, cool and it is yeah, cool it is bad. and now there's an american on that team so i have a reason to support there you go nice. Uh, should, we, should we jump to it, guys? Yeah, let's get to it. Of course, it. but yeah. really quick before we do, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention to everyone, ooh, the Discord's been popping off lately. I'm having a lot of fun in the Discord. Um, <laughs> it's Some of it is devolving into either shitting on me or betting <laughs> how poorly I'll rate a game, which I have to say, actually, I think 
there should be a separate chat made that I can't see the map <laughs> chat within the discord because every, I'm not going to lie. Like I was seeing Matt's going to give the last of us this Matt's going to give the last of us that. And like, I almost want to like give it an amazing rating just to like say, Bye, fuck everyone. you. No, Matt, um, journalistic integrity. I know. I know. But like it, it, it's influencing me too much. You know, like I, I can't, I can't not see it. Are you, know? you the owner of the discord? Um, is it Lucas? It's, uh, I think Lucas is, it's my, it might be me. I yeah. we can make a okay. match at that. Literally yeah, everyone we can, we can, can make, be an exception. If, if Matt was the owner, it's not possible. Okay. I'll do it. I'll okay. do it. Actually. I don't know. That might, that might Matt, how do you feel about we'll, that? We'll, we'll talk it out. We'll talk it okay, out. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll it. We'll run a poll. Anyways, <laughs> if you want to join the discord, if you want to join the discord, um, you can join it. You can find the link to it on any of our link trees. You can find our link trees, um, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at TFP Podcasts. That's at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. Um, you can expect more on TikTok as well, I think, soon. It's probably with our Instagram meals as well. Hot Mickey's going to be helping us out, producing mm-hmm. some high-quality content pulled straight mm-hmm. from the, um, what is this, from our recordings. So I'm excited for that. And um, who knows, maybe I'll make a guest appearance on there once in a while. I've been feeling a little saucy lately, so we might see something. Um okay. And then as well, you can shoot us an email, thanksforlingpod at gmail.com. I'll gladly send you an invite directly there or go check out our website, thanksforplaying.live. Um, remember remember that website URL. There might be some fun stuff coming in the near future on the website. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, 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 that's all I got. Oh, no, I'm missing okay. something. I'm missing something. I know I am. Oh, leave it. a review. Apple Podcasts. That's the one. Follow. Spotify. Tell, tell, lovely pe- tell all the lovely people like yourselves about the podcast come hang out it's a good time all right awesome. let's, let's okay so for today's draft we're going random randomizer okay mm-hmm. i think we had a draft it might have been the halloween one or the thanksgiving one matt just claimed first yes or something and that that's just that's not right that's just we can't do that anymore. we got to discipline ourselves for well that the one. next one we rolled a, a die a 20 sided oh. die and i rolled a 20 okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, natural okay. 20 <laughs> we're doing a randomizer okay i'm on random.org right now oh, I, we, we can also do the d20 again no no no. we're doing randomizer.org i'm already i already fine. have the window open fine, i just have to fine, click fine, the button fine, okay fine, fine, fine. uh we're doing snake draft all right four board games that's the deal all right so yeah. for those of you that have been listening too. for a while i need you to we... share your screen lucas i don't really trust oh, you to be God. honest are you serious? You trust me? I don't even know. Can I even do the screen share? I don't even know if yeah, I have yeah, my yeah. We have to be in Discord. No, no, no. I actually can do it. You can, you can, can do it. Oh, we can't screen share. I could have I could have screen shared. Can you guys see my screen right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lucas, Mickey, I could have Matt, I could have shared Lucas. the links with you. It's okay. We'll we'll do this later. This is actually <laughs> a pretty useful tool, time, guys, for time. later down the line. We could uh we could oh. share our screens and podcast at the same time. Oh, I I prefer the wheel. Um doing this, the wheel would have been more hype. They have a wheel. Give me a second. Give me you a want second. me to Google? We can worry for about it later. Just, just randomize wheel. it. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna click yeah. randomize and see what happens. Hold okay. Yeah. There you go. Do that. <laughs> this is more oh, hype. Too late. This is the no. order. This is the random order. I Mickey, pers- you won. Hot, Mickey, hot Mickey. <laughs> I'm, Lucas, I'm down. And I'm Matt. down to double to gamble it away on the wheel. No, the, the audience. Wait, can't wait, see what? The wheel. How did that work? We'll do the wheel. We'll oh, do yeah, the wheel yeah, next yeah. time. Sorry, the sorry, audience sorry. can't even see the yeah, wheel. Yeah, the audience can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. I, I, I maybe maybe we'll post video. a video podcast. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hot Mickey, you have the floor. Hit us with your first draft pick for our first board game draft of 2023. All right. So for those of you who don't know, I'm probably the board game fanatic of our group. So most of my choices 
probably they're not gonna know what these games are so i'm not afraid of my choice mm-hmm. getting stolen except for the first one which is a game i've introduced to them and it's one of my favorites too and that is the game of liar's dice oh fuck <laughs> I would like Damn to say, it, dude, that, I would oh, like to say, in case so any of my college friends listen to this, we, I played that a lot with them. So, Mickey, unfortunately, you did not introduce that to me. Okay, in general, you silly boy, I introduced that, this game. Mickey, that I got to give you a lot of cred for that as your first pick. That's a very good first pick. <laughs> that was on my list as well. So, damn, All dude. Right, so, uh, for those who don't know how Liar's Dice works, uh, typically in a group of four people, each pre. Each person has five dice. We roll them. You won't, you keep the dice to yourself. Ones are wilds. Every other, every other die number is just the face value. And you go in a circle starting with one person. And you, you try to guess how many of a face-up die there is across the 20 dice when you only know your own value. So out, so out of 20 dice, and say I rolled uh, two twos, two fours, and a one. So I'd have three fours. I'd say, okay, let's go roll four fours. And then go... So like Matt, based on what his dice, he would either try to raise the amount of fours or go to a higher number. And you just keep going, going, going until the number gets so absurd. You think, nah, I don't think there are seven sixes in the game. I call bullshit. Everyone reveals the dice. If there are seven or more dice, uh, the person who called the who called bullshit uh, loses. Yep. And but yep. if there are uh, less than oh sorry, if there are uh, less than seven dice, then the person who got called on loses a die and you keep going until the last die stands. Yeah. Great game. Honestly, I, uh, played this game. Well, we played it, um, hot tub style in Vegas several years ago. Yeah. That was really fun. Uh, and then I went camping with some friends up in Oregon, shout out Matherin and Zach, uh, last year, last summer. And I said, all right guys, you know, going camping. Excited. That'd be cool. I'm going to bring some dice. We're going to be, be playing a game called Liar's Dice in the Tent just for fun. I think you guys will really that like sounds, it. That's actually where I first learned was during camping. Dude, like, it's the best camping game ever because yeah. like everyone can be on a different surface, kind of, mm-hmm. and you can drink and play very easily. Yeah, and you, like, like, you take a drink every time you lose a die. It's great. Dude, yeah, it's game. amazing. And like, it's a good game. It's, it just gets better and better every round, and like especially when you're down to like the last one or two dice, it literally is just like somebody just has to call bullshit. Like it's like two twos bullshit fuck. It's like it's, yeah. like, it's like such an yeah. immediate like win loss thing. It's so great. I'm very jealous of your first pick. I have played a lot of that game. Um, I, I was lucky. I had a pretty good living situation during COVID, where I was living with four other people that are some of my closest friends. And every every day, not every day, every weekend was just like beer die, liars die, and like board games. It was awesome. <laughs> we had this nice ass backyard in San Diego. Ugh, so much fun. But yeah, good pick, Mickey. That's a that's a hot hot and, pick from a hot Mickey. And if you guys need a video example of it, it's it's actually played in Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Dead Man's Chest. That's a deleted scene though, isn't it? The, no. The, the I second best Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yes. Okay, great. I thought, I thought I was going to get ostracized. The first is obviously the first. Curse yeah, of the, the first, Black Pearl. Yes. Curse of Black yeah. Pearl is fantastic. Honestly, there I watched. I think the fourth pirate. The fourth pirates movie is unwatchable. I watched it like two years ago. Is that was so the bad. first one without Jack uh, Johnny yeah. Depp? I mean, without Jack the Sparrow. Mm. Yeah, and then in <laughs> <laughs> no, because in the fifth movie you learn where Jack Sparrow got his name. It's because another captain called him Jack the Sparrow, and he became Jack Sparrow that day. 
Lovely. Huh? Are you guys even Pirates of the that? Caribbean fans? Just Jack. I, I, I wouldn't call myself <laughs> a fan. I just enjoyed the movies. I haven't watched it in a minute, to be quite honest. But well, watch more it, of a watch, we'll link the liars better guy scene. myself. Yes, right. Of course, I will. Uh, you guys will have to remind right. us when this episode airs. Well, my turn. My turn. Okay. All right. I'm gonna drop a hot one on you guys. All right. Because mm-hmm. I because I know how drafting works now. I gotta take the high. <laughs> I gotta take the sleeper picks later because you guys aren't gonna know about them exactly. or realize that they're on the table. All right. Yeah. My pick. Code names. Fuck. Wasn't right. even on my I list because I, I knew I'd steal it from Matt. So code names is like literally like I've probably seen this game more than any other board game. Like at events, parties, family get-togethers. Everybody like, knows what it fr- is. Everybody knows what it is at this point. Everybody plays it. It has like basically infinite permutations, and it's a team game. So like it's a perfect social game. It's amazing. It's a it's a word for those of you that somehow have never encountered this game. It's a word clue guessing game where you have to give clues on words to guess to your teammates based on a one word clue. So you're trying to get someone to guess jeans, you'd say pants, you know, and just try to get them to guess that. And like you could do doubles. Let's say there's like two words that you're trying to get them to guess. You can kind of get them. You can do a word that's like related one, like to one's baseball. Like one of the words on the field is baseball. One's football. You want to say sport too. It's like, sport, oh, there are two yeah, sports guess, out on the field. They would guess those two. But it is not that easy. It's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. It's very hard. I, um, Super I was dynamic. playing that a couple weekends ago. Love that game. So much fun. Yeah. And there are so many different versions of code names, like thematically wise. Like I bought my friend a Simpsons themed one. It's just all Simpsons what? themes. Like you can. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, my there God. Are so, there are so many different themes uh, of code names. It's great. Wow. We need to we need to buy one. We need to make a TFP one right away. <laughs> okay, Matt, you have the floor. Two picks. I get two. You get I feel two. pretty good about that. So my first one has to be without a doubt, Secret Hitler. Great oh, game. Okay, okay. Great game. That's pretty good. I pretty good. I love that game. That is probably my most played board game over the past several years I can think of. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, Secret Hitler is basically a social deception game similar in vain to say something like Mafia. Um, however, Werewolf, yeah. And the way it works is you have a board and there's two teams that are dished out roles randomly at the beginning of the game. You're either a fascist or a liberal. And the goal of the fascist, essentially through a voting process, is to connive and basically vote in their fascist policies while the liberals are trying to pass all the liberal policies as well as kill Hitler, um, which is done by means of assassination, not assassination, by means of passing an X number of policies to get kill power, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun, though. You know, I, I'm a I'm a slut for a social deception game. Um, I think there's so much fun. I I, I love lying. <laughs> yeah, you're very good at social deception games. I will I will yeah. give you credit for that, Matt. I um I love it so much fun. And um, th- there's nothing. There's no no better feeling than when no one has any reason logically. No one has any more reason to believe you than the person you're accusing, but you convince them to believe you anyways. I remember uh, there was like we were playing coup on. Uh, tabletop simulator like during oh the pandemic God. like us as a as a friend group and like uh-huh. matt did this thing on coup where like i just i said matt like acted like he was a certain thing and i said matt i i outright refuse to believe that you just triple bluffed me 
fuck you. Like I'm doing something to counter you or whatever. And then you, and then you like quadruple bluffed me and you were like, yep. <laughs> like I lost. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, I fucking hate Matt. Matt this actually, is the worst Matt thing actually ever. Matt, I had no idea you're so into social deception games. Oh, they're so much fun. Um, He's so good at them. It makes me so upset. I, I, I will I say, I only recommend these games with like a peop- with a group that you're familiar with. Yeah, if this I, is like a friend group that maybe mm-hmm. this is your first time playing a board game together or people you don't know that well, I don't think it'd go over as well because you also got to be careful too. Like people in a game like Secret Hitler, people can get very fired up. Like I've played where people's feelings. <laughs> oh, I'll never I- forget. <laughs> I was playing with my buddy Kumar and... He ended, he was like a fascist or Hitler or something. And like, I literally like, I looked him in the eyes and I'm like, Kumar, are you fascist? He's like, no. I'm like, if you're lying to me, this is very dramatic. <laughs> Not try- I'm like, if you're lying to me, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Just to really bring it home for him. And then he was lying to me and I was very sad after that. Wow. Oh my God. Um, I, I, had, I had experience like that too. Uh, when I was taking a trip to Connecticut on a smash trip uh, and Connecticut, that that, that uh, region for her P Project M, they love board games, and Secret Hitler is one of their favorites. So I was I was in on one of their games, and I was one of the fascists along with like a and nicely enough, all three fascists uh, were sitting right next to each, each other in a row, and I had uh, one of the liberals like defending me hard, thought I was on his side <laughs> the whole time. That's and the so, best and feeling. So the moment I flipped. <laughs> He was devastated. The he look devastated. on his face. <laughs> He's like, "It is you, um, you. You weren't yeah. my friend. No, <laughs> I don't believe it. It's like the get up, like a thousand yard stare. Like get up out of your seat, walk away, don't talk to anybody. It's that kind of feeling, that kind of betrayal that happened. <laughs> it's um, yeah, no, it's a it's a great game. Really can make or break friendships. So highly, highly recommend y'all check it out. But my second one um, was actually just mentioned. Um, Coup. Damn, good picks, man! It's also love deception that. corner over there, huh, Matt? Yeah, I love I love Coup. Um, Lucas kind of gave a little synopsis of his of it there, but basically the way Coup works is at the beginning of the game, everyone's dished out to roles, which are essentially your powers and abilities within that game. Um, so, for example, if I get dished out a role called a duke, I can take three coins, which is just like the currency that you use to do actions within the game. Um, or some some roles let you assassinate people or some let you exchange cards, things like that. But no one knows what card you actually have. So, for example, I may not have duke, but I could say, oh, I'm duke, I'm taking three coins. And then it's up to them to decide if they want to call me out on it or not. So, um, And you can kind of like start to make... Um, you know, educated guesses and inferences based off like how the game's going. Like, okay, four people just claim Duke. Someone's full of shit. Like things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I've had ones where um, I had two Duke cards to start and there's only three in the deck and like two other people claim it. I was like, all right, which one do you use? Fucking like, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's fun, but um, yeah, we, won't, we already kind of dove into that one, but yeah, the, highly recommend checking out Coup. The best in Coup is when you, you bluff that you're captain and no one calls you out. You just keep stealing coins like all day. Yep. It's like, Dude, that's <laughs> it's, the just best, like yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no one can do anything about and it. And then no, so no, powerful, and like, no one can steal from you either because you just claim captain and you just stop. Yeah. The it's like, I'm captain. What are you gonna do about it? And then there's always one guy that's like, uh, is he a captain though? <laughs> I don't know. I have one. He could not. It's possible he's not captain. I don't know. It's just, it's a great game. Uh, all right, my go. I'm surprised that it made it this far. 
And I'm going for a big boy. I'm picking Settlers of Catan. Oh, okay. I it's, almost put that on my list. It's a big one. I, I too am a person in my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one could, if if this went the whole draft without getting picked, it'd be insane. I, I, it, I, it I don't be. even know. I, I, I almost picked Catan over yeah, Coon, yeah. to be honest. Catan is like the gateway to like the, to, to broader the board game world. Hold on. Catan, Catan, or Catan? Oh God, definitely Do not, not say that last one. Do not say that it's last definitely one. Ca- it's definitely Catan. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I first played this game in middle school with like three friends, um, just at a buddy's house, and I this was for sure like gateway drug board game stuff for me because like we grew up playing Monopoly, Sorry, Shoots and Ladders, like you know, just crappy like Candyland, just like crappy games like that you just play growing up, you know, because they're just your parents have them. Yeah. And I remember playing Settlers of Catan and just like being so blown away that there was like no combat in it. And it was like all trading. And I was like, how do we like, do we fight each other? And he's like, no. And I'm like, how are we going to have fun? And he's like, well, trust I, me, bro. Well, trust outside, me. The, outside the game, you fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> you, better, yeah. You, could be, but, you better give me some fucking wheat. <laughs> yeah. I just remember being so blown away because like when the when he pitched the game to me at school, it was like, no, 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 it's just trading, dude. We just trade like wheat, like stone, like brick. And I'm like 12 and I'm like, what the fuck? What do you what do you mean? Do, what, do we have guns? Like, can I kill you? Like, do you have HP? And and like we literally like this is prime Halo 3 era. And we chose to play Catan that night at a sleepover. And it it like it beat Halo 3 at a middle school sleepover. I just want to reiterate that. That's pretty wild. That is um, insane. So crazy, that was yeah. my first Catan experience. And, you know, I play it with Katie and Hannah, you know, and um, kind of roommate situation. And it's a ton of fun. Uh, so still playing it. Great gateway drug and love Catan. We love Catan. <clears throat> All right. Uh, hot Mickey. My next? next. Oh, I got two up. So two up. First one is probably my favorite party game right now. And I, th- I'm not sure if I introduced it to you guys yet. Oh, wait. Yes, I did at your party, Lucas, at the park. I brought this game. The game is oh, called Don't yes. Be a Loser. And oh, it is a I remember that it is one, a yeah. great party game. It, it's uh, it's up to 10 players, but more people can interact because there's like a voting aspect like who uh who people think who the audience think did like the best performance essentially for the more uh subjective uh competitions like drawing or or uh or impersonations whatever. So it's just a series of 1v1 games where you either bet or you vote on uh, who you either think is going to win or who you, or you vote on who you think won. It's like a bunch of silly competitions like, oh, do a quarter toss of uh, into a box that's like 20 meters away or do do some math problems or like who can do an get, air who guitar can, solo. Yeah, do an air guitar solo. It's just a bunch of funny, fun uh, 1v1 matches. It just randomly pits you. You roll a die, uh, a 10 sided die, a D10. And it just matches you up randomly with somebody. And every time you win, you move up a space. Every time you lose, you move back spaces. And if you bet on someone who won, you also get to move up. If you bet incorrectly, you also move back. And then, like, if you're not feeling confident in a challenge, you can sub somebody in. They don't have a choice. They have to compete in uh, the challenge. Uh, And then anybody involved in the challenge, either either the sub or the initial... Combatants can't bet as well or vote. 
and just keep doing that. And then once the game's over, once there's a biggest winner, someone who reaches the uh, finish line or the biggest loser, someone who gets to the furthest space back. And before the game, you uh, think of a punishment for the biggest loser to do. And if you're like in like a, at a party, you, you can do like a shot or something. Uh, I've done it where the biggest loser has to jump in the pool uh, has or kiss your homie ooh. on the mouth. Yeah, ki- kiss your homie oh. on the mouth. You could yeah, do that. Pretty awesome, honestly. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Tuck my homie in. That's tuck what my that's homie in. Tuck my homie in. Exactly. But yeah, uh, that's that's probably my favorite party game right now. If it's a lot of people, everyone interacts uh, pretty well. It's great. Yeah, that's a fun one. I've, I've enjoyed one. playing that one. I've enjoyed playing that one. Honestly, I what's the one Mickey where we're at an inn and oh the Red Dragon like, Inn. That one, I feel That's like it's on a similar game. vibe where it's like yes. a drinking game, party game type of thing, but it yes. has like a lot of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a sick one. Um, that's also a great one. Just want to throw that but recommendation out there. That's not on my list, though. It's not Next on your list. One. It's not on my okay. list. Next one. Because my my goal of this draft is like pretty much get bring a variety. So like depending on how many people... Uh, we get to play a game or like the type, different types of games. So we got like a nice like four player person, a nice party game with like four people. And now I brought a, a, a nice party game with like 10 people. Now let's go for a, a serious one. So if you all, for, for those of you who are a fan of game like Risk, here's one I think does a much better job than, uh, job than Risk does. Uh, and that would be the game called Scythe. Uh, it's there is combat scythe? in it. Scythe, yes. I've never heard of that. I've never so, heard of this one. Yeah, yeah th- this game uh, revolves around you're in. It's like a like a farmland. There's like five different types of lands, and like each person uh, has like their own hero or their own faction that they control. Uh, there are general rules to the game, but each each faction actually breaks a certain aspect of the rule. Like you usually can't tra- traverse through water. But one faction can traverse through water, or like uh, you go and move like a certain amount of spaces. Another faction lets you move an extra space, blah blah, blah so on. There are more rule breaks, like rule, uh, rule breaks like that. The reason why I think Scythe is uh, a better game than Risk is because there are multiple win conditions in this game. You can a uh, you need to conf- you need to the game's over once someone gets five stars or completes five missions. There are fifteen unique ones, I think, if I'm remembering off the top of my head correctly. There's like Two different ones for combat. There's one for uh, get uh, being the most feared person, uh, feared nation. There's one having the biggest army. There's one uh, have this game looks wild. I'm looking at it, pictures it's on board great. Game Geek. It's uh, it's one to five players, and this game will probably take an hour, an hour and a half to finish. Risk is also like two hours, so it's even shorter than Risk would be. And there there are multiple different ways to play this game, like. You can try to be like the most loved person, like the just like uh, Ooh, the townspeople loves you. Uh, and once you once someone completes five of these missions, game's over. And then whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. I gotta say, I really like the box art. The box art's great. Yeah, yeah, and the overall like pitch on it looks really cool. Um, it's like 1920s alternative history. 
The yeah. ashes from the Great War still darkened the snow. The capitalistic city-state known simply as the factory, which fueled the war with heavily armored mechs, has closed its doors, drawing the attention of nearby countries. That's like the setup of the yep. of like the flavor of the game. Pretty sick. So steampunk mech, 1920s Europe. Really quick, I don't think any of us is going to pick this, so it doesn't matter. But it would have been crazy if one of us picked like the cyberpunk board game, tabletop game. <laughs> I don't even know. The but I know no one here has played this. So is that is that like a reskin of a current like system game, or is it a complete top down bottom new game? Cyberpunk. Yeah, because you know sometimes they'll like flavor, they'll like reskin a game. I'm talking like, about like a... the original. Like the original, oh, this, oh, the old cyberpunk board game that the game, what, what the video game was based off of. Oh, oh yeah, I had yeah, no idea. I didn't know about yeah. this. I didn't know. Yeah, cyberpunk all of this is based game. off of a board game. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Did didn't the board game spawn some other IPs though? Um, board like game books. slash tabletop game. Oh, okay. I think I there's I some books. books. I'm not. I'm not sure to be honest. If there are books, I'd I'd love to check them out because I really enjoy that world. But yeah, it's a fun one. Nice, nice. Okay, Lucas, you're up. Uh, so. Mickey, so far we got Liar's Dice, Don't Be a Loser, and Scythe, Scythe. for you. Um, all right, my pick now. For my number three pick, I'm going to go with a hot one for you guys. Oh, It's a sleeper pick. Chess. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You yep. got me. Chess, <laughs> classic game. Uh, you know, it's been the same for a little while. They haven't updated it in a minute, yet the meta keeps evolving, I think. Um Chess Masters, when I was in elementary school, um, pretty rusty in my game right now, although we did have a moment as a play group where we were, we're getting into chess a little bit. I think uh, I think you guys are actually pretty decent at this point. I think, I think, you guys I, say you're decent I think the highest pe I peaked was 1,000 rank. At, that was on chess.com. At chess.com. I've played Lucas in chess once, and I've beat him once. <laughs> okay, so you're, <laughs> yeah, so you're one and one against me. That's right. I want to um, know against you, not one one. I, I think we did even like a chess, like lightly touched on chess during the board game history episode that we did like last year. Um, and I just find it like a really, really interesting game. There's been like so many variations of chess throughout like the thousand or so years that it's been around, including like, you know, randomness variations of chess where like games were like actually like had a little bit of randomness to start off the board. Um, and then, you know, settling into like the modern kind of, um, addition of chess, like I, I believe in like the 1600s, 1500s, something like that. But it was around for quite a bit of time before that. So it's oh, yeah, then, really then you, try to you try to pitch your meta chess or whatever the fuck you were mana talking chess, about. Chess, mana chess, that's still a great idea. I got to I gotta <laughs> develop not. that game as soon as I can. I was on the pod when uh, that was mentioned, but yeah. I definitely would have scolded Lucas live. There's a, no, no, there's a legitimate case. Like there's legitimately chess players out there who try to make cases for chess to evolve as a game, even now. Like I believe, I don't know if it's, it might, it might literally be like Bobby Fischer who tried to pitch this. Like he felt that chess needed evolution and needed to have variation and pitched like a randomization of the back row in chess as a way to like keep the game spicy, basically. Just I could, make a new it, game. It could. It could. <laughs> don't. Okay, don't Mickey. Change well, chess, just make a new game. Mickey, chess has been changed. That's my point. Is like, even though we view it as like this eternal thing, it there was a point where this conversation was had five hundred years ago, and there was people who said, "No, don't change. Don't you change the game?" <laughs> whatever they said. Whatever they sounded like back then. It's actually. I'm all. I'm all. I'm all for patches. So. 
Let's patch it. Let's do it. Let's patch um, it. I can't, that's why I can't Mana Chest would have been such, I can't stand patch such a great. Patch culture. Patch culture. You have a whole. Mickey, you telling me you would have played League if they didn't fix that busted ass champion that you kept losing to? He just would have picked uh, up I, a champion. I, I, no, I think, I think patches in general are fine, but I think the culture behind patches, like, because if patches exist, then people start complaining, like, oh, this needs to be merit, these needs to be buffed, blah, blah, blah. They, they just, like, I'm going through it in Project M because Project M, it gets patches. And people just. They're still working on that game? Wait, they uh, still get patches in Project M? Yes, and P plus. Well, I think now what? it's dead. Who's doing because, it? Because uh, just just fans of the game. That's <laughs> Whoever <it>. Lunchables, <laughs> just like Blue, they're just doing it. <laughs> well, well, now I think it's on hiatus because there was a bunch, it was enough pushback. Like people wanted the game to stop changing and wanted the meta to yeah. develop. So you're speaking about patches very strictly in the sense of like competitive games. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. reasonable. Chess. Yeah, is a competitive I, game though. Mickey, is, we patched the, sports. The meta, we patched, the meta, the we patched sports. We patched football. Okay, football is being soccer got patched. F- Baseball has been patched so many to times. Make it safer. And then okay, well, ba- Mickey, ba- how do you define a pass in a football? What? How do you define a pass? How do you find a quarterback throwing a ball versus when the quarterback fumbles? And tell me if that was a patch or not a few years ago. Oh, that was definitely a patch. You know, that that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's more so. Uh, that's more rules like to clarify situations for like a situation they've never seen before it's like oh when is this a pass like when is it considered a pass like people need like it's just rules they didn't think of that they needed and that they added on to it infield infield fly rule baseball that's a patch weakens weakens the defense like weakens defensive options uh Okay, that's not. No, that's just a bullshit. Like that. That's. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a patch culture guy. You sound yeah. like a guy yeah. saying like they nerfed no, my but, thing yeah, because that's that's like so advantageous for the defender with the infield infield fly rule because you can like you should only get reward one out, but the person can just and there's no reason for drops. the base runners to move, but then the the field just drops it just so you can get two out instead. Like why? Why does he get yeah. reward just because? Hey, people get good. <laughs> develop the meta like don't hit infield flies we could have said that like but we that, had that, to pa- that's that's trying to patch out like the jank or like uh what what's the word <laughs> mickey for? you're proving already you're proving my point but you're that, just saying that the doesn't exact exist thing. in chess anymore no but like you're pro- the whole point you're making about patch culture you're literally being a patch culture guy right now matt can you no i disagree you feeling this no, and Mickey, you, you gotta stop, baby. Absolutely. I gotta say, Bullshit. soccer in the past several, the past like five years, I forget when it started, but video review in soccer became a thing very, very recently, actually. I think it really only came to be a full thing like the last five years or so, but wow. That has like, that rule addition has essentially patched and buffed like offsides and penalty <laughs> kicks. Like <laughs> right, there right. are so many more offsides calls that you never have expected um to be called otherwise like it is insane and oh ball technology too goal line technology best example of that i can think of is the japan uh, the japan spain game where the circumference or diameter of the ball was not over the line even though the ball was technically over the line so soccer has gone through many iterations of the core rules haven't changed but they've buffed the mechanics to enforce the rules basically Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Very controversially, but, actually, because there's some pretty fucking silly offside calls where it's like, 
his kneecap his kneecap was and that's like that'll literally get a goal overturned these days wow yeah there's a lot of complaints around it actually that it, it disrupts the flow of the game too much like but hey he's offside he's offsides hey hey yeah we buffed we buffed uh i guess that would be defense yeah started yeah. in the early first tested in 2012 2013 season in the in the dutch league the area de say so that's mm-hmm. all i gotta say on that um is it my turn you got two, Matt. Yeah, you have two. Your last two picks. Oh, I get two? Ooh, yeah, good. your last two. Um, oh, yeah, you already both did. No, okay, I get two. Um, wow. I'm going to go House on the Haunted Hill. Ah, oh, Betrayal at House Betrayal on the Hill. Betrayal. Hill. That was betrayal one of my... Right. Don't even, you didn't even have the name right and you stole it from me. I'm so upset. <laughs> wah, patch culture, wah. <laughs> Nerf Matt. Damn it, dude. I was going to do this instead of chess, but I was honestly like thinking Matt would steal chess. So I wanted to grab it first. Um... Oh, I think I know what you're saying. Matt, Matt, you still <laughs> wrote it so wrong. Matt just wrote it in the doc, everybody. Betrayal Haunted House Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what your fourth is, Lucas, but I'm not going to say it because that would just be rude. But you're just going to steal it instead, right? No, I'm not going to steal it. That'd be rude. Um, oh, my fourth. I forgot I had two. You don't know my fourth. Uh, well, well, let's uh, explain Betrayal House on the Hill. Oh, can you, you, you know that game better than I. I just know I like it. Okay, but so the way I, that yeah, game go ahead, Mickey. I love this game. You're, you're a group of adventurers exploring a haunted house, and every time you uh, go into like it's just a blank canvas essentially at the start. There's uh, the base floor, there's a basement, and then there's a, the second story. And uh, on the base floor, there are like three three tiles. One leads upstairs. The rest lead into different rooms, but the the this house has no fixed place, and every time you go through a doorway, you'll get a tile for that floor, uh, and then place that down, and then you'll get like it. You get some kind of event. You'll get an omen, or you'll get an item uh, every time you uh, explore a new room, and you guys can create your own house essentially. And every time you get an omen, you roll whatever how many dice you roll, and if that the number of dice, and the dice are only it. Two sets of zero, two sets of one, and two sets of two. Mm-hmm. So there's no three, four, five, six on these dice. Uh, and if you roll lower than the number of omens currently in play, you go into the hunt. Once the hunt happens, so one of the adventurers turns traitor. Most and likely. And betrays You're, the group. Yeah. And betrays, betrays the group, the and, tries group. To kill, and tries to kill the rest of the group. And now yeah. it becomes and every, like, everybody versus that the betrayer. Yeah. It becomes a different game. It's like a game yeah. where you are just adventuring through a house <laughs> that's... Um, Interestingly enough, it's like, um, what do we call it? Um, uh, procedurally generated. generated. Procedurally yes. generated. Procedurally yes. generated, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a procedurally generated haunted house that you're kind of exploring. And it's got and there's so many permutations of like, when can the betrayal happen? What will the, the, the circumstances like be? Scenarios. What are the wind conditions? Yeah, there's a whole guidebook mm-hmm. that comes with it. Pretty cool. Yeah. But my fourth, uh, Trouble. Oh, trouble. I don't know Trouble. Oh, I don't I, know Trouble. I can't believe you put trouble. Um, That's so funny. Let me just Google it real quick. Yeah. Google trouble real game. Quick. I'm actually down trouble. for trouble. That that's I'm a sick pick, Matt. Have you never played trouble? Or, are you not familiar with it? That, that's one. That's one of the growing oh, up wait, games. Like sorry. Like, yeah. uh, wait, it's also like, it has another name. Um, sorry. This is sorry. No, no, it's not sorry. It's not sorry. It's called trouble, and it goes by another name as well. It's similar to sorry, but 
This the, looks the way exactly you move, like the Sonic. way you move because in Sorry you move by cards. In Trouble you move. Uh, you click the button in the middle and it rolls dice that's inside. Anyways, Trouble. Um, total. <laughs> the way yeah the way it works. Mickey kind of summed it up there. But there's four colors on the board. Each person playing picks a color, um, and essentially to win you have to take your pieces around the board for one lap. And then you have to get them into the final home base, basically on your sector of the board, which can only be done by very randomly rolling like the exact number you need, basically. <laughs> and to even get your people out onto the board, your your pieces, you need to roll um, a six. And keep in mind, this isn't rolling. You're literally clicking like a like a popum thing that like pops the die up. So you have very little control under over like how the die lands or anything. But you know, it's a very simple, very very extremely simple board game. Um, I think it's honestly in the vein of like the ones Lucas was alluding to earlier, like like in the Connect one. Four, like very very simple yeah. for a very young audience. But this game has a very very special place in my heart. Uh, took a lot of camping trips growing up with my family. Still go camping with them when we can all find time to get together. Obviously, as we get older, it's harder. But every every camping trip, always trouble. Always 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 a lot of trouble. And my mom fucking loves trouble. It is by far her favorite <laughs> board game. I think. Um, <laughs> And she is so fucking competitive. Like, <laughs> there's nothing to she be competitive will, about. You don't no, you just, it, it's no, just, you they're sabotaging too. And you can oh, and you yeah, I didn't mention this earlier. On, you can uh, land on someone pieces. else's piece and, and then send like them back home. Send yeah, but that's just ran, that's just randomness because you're just rolling a dice. Yeah. Well, there is certain decision making because, for example, let's you say you have two pieces out, different positions. Which one do you want to move? Yeah, try to avoid your opponent. Try to while also keeping your pieces safe. But yeah, it's a lot of lot of lovely family memories with this game. Um, playing board games with my mom made me realize where I get my competitive drive from. Um, from her, for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just a, a fun family board game. Dang, we should throw down on some trouble one day. Probably pretty lit, actually. I think someone, it. some people in our group would get pretty upset playing it. I Dude, think. yeah, no, I, that's why I want to do it. I feel like so I feel great. like Matt would genuinely like yell at me if i like targeted him or did something that just like screwed him over i feel like he would oh for sure yeah and like my mom holds a grudge too when i play too so i'll hold a grudge so yeah yeah i could see it i could see it happening wow okay simple yet elegant trouble yep love it um all right back to me for my final pick matt i i think i think you know what i'm picking i'm going with uh I think I can honestly call this my favorite overall like oh i think i know oh i think i know what you're one night where now no. I thought you were going to pick Gloomhaven. I also thought he was going to pick Gloomhaven. No, no. So, okay, Gloomhaven, that's a, it's just such a big caveat for me. Because, like, Gloomhaven is a lot of fun. It requires, like, a really heavy... Like, you got to be real board game people to play Gloomhaven. Like, me and Katie were playing it last year. It took a lot of setup. It takes 30 minutes just to set it up. Um, you play through... I'm talking about Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion specifically, which is, for those of you that don't know, a... Uh, m up to four player adventure game board game where you actually play through an entire story using like maps using like actual it's like tactical gameplay like fire emblem or something like that um, you have a spell book you cast spells you fight enemies and you go through an entire literally like an entire story by using this booklet to kind of give you the scenarios and give you the story um, really cool some of the coolest video game mechanic video game some of the coolest game mechanics and combat um, it's just a very heavy lift, honestly. 
Um, so I love that game. I wanted to put it on my list, but it's just it's just really hard to get like to get it really going. It's like it's a not big very truck. beginner friendly. It's not beginner friendly at all. In fact, I took a while to adjust to it, and I think even if I picked it up right now, I'd probably probably take me an hour just to remember how to, how the combat worked. Um, so for simplicity's sake and for elegancy's sake, I'm going with One Night Werewolf. I've played this game probably more than I've played the other games. I love One Night Werewolf and I have some fabulous memories with it when I used to throw my board game nights back in Vegas. Um, I think anyone could pick this game up and play it. Like, I think it takes one round to learn. I think everybody gets it. Um, like it's, it's a really great icebreaker game. You could play it with your phone. You could play it for free on a web app, which we've done before as a friend group. And... If you're playing it with a group of people, you could just use your phone to like the game just on your phone literally tells you what to do and how to play the game. I played this with my family, played this with Katie, played this with like roommates with Katie, birthdays and stuff like that. I bring it to every family thing because I love it. Yeah. One and I, I do like One Night Werewolf uh, because it's only one round. It's a lot easier to introduce to people. So like you don't have to want someone and you get rid of the bullshit thing that happens if whoever dies night one doesn't really get to play the game in like werewolf exactly. or a secret Hitler. Oh wait, secret Hitler doesn't really have that. Uh, or mafia, like it just it's not fun being eliminated. Time. Yeah, it's not it's not fun having to wait until the the round restarts. Where one night werewolf the round just ends, you reset, you play again, and like every time it's the every, my experience when you're playing werewolf is like. Okay, you guys down to play another one? And it's like one more. Okay, one more. And it just like it just keeps going. Like okay, next one, yeah. next one. Yeah. Like that's that's really fun. I think that's like a good indication of a, a really great game. All right, Mickey, your final pick. I almost picked one night actually, but I didn't want to have just all social deception on my board. <laughs> yeah, uh, this actually pains me, but uh, I think for diversity, I have to switch it up. Because uh, it's either I put a card game on my on my fourth or I put a cooperative game as my fourth. And those are both pretty unique and not on my list. Pandemic? Want, it's not pandemic. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just going to go with my favorite game. My favorite game, my favorite board game to play right now is called Smash Up. It is, I try to get uh, you guys up. to play. Uh, this uh, a couple times I brought it with me, but we just never found the time to do it. But it's a game where it's ha this game has over ninety factions, and each player mixes two factions. So there are so many different permutations of different decks you can put together. There's even a Mar Marvel set. There's a Disney set. Like you can play as Frozen and Lion King together. Uh, <laughs> so it's oh, like Kingdom Hearts. You, you you can play, yeah, you can play like Matt's Spider-Man. You can play Spider-Man Spider and uh what's another Disney one? Mulan together, essentially. Okay. Uh, and then okay. there are also like a many more different factions that don't revolve around Disney stuff, like just like goblins, which uh, revolves around coin flipping with their cards. So each faction has 20 cards. So you end up running with a 40 card deck. And there are there are bases around the field. Up to the number of players there are plus one. So if there are three players, there are four bases. Four players, there are five bases. And get out, go away. Ugh. Oh, cats and cats there. Cat, 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 cat on my way. Okay. Uh, and the object of the game is each base has a certain break point. So say this base has twenty points. Every player's 
uh, each deck are compi- comprised of two different ca- com- kinds of cards. There are actions and there are minions. You play minions on bases to increase the power that's on a base. And then you have actions to help influence different minions or di- or your power on a base or try to like disrupt what your opponent wants to do. And by the time after everyone's like played on bases, the moment a base hits a break point, it goes pa- or hits it or goes past the break point, it'll break at the end of the round. And once it breaks, it, there are three different point values in the middle of it, uh, showing how points are awarded to each player. So like this base uh, that needed a 20 points for to break rewards f- the most person, the most points for a person with four points. Second place gets three points and third place gets three points as well. They can be something like that. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there's a lot there, Mickey. I, 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 I lost track of the rules a little bit, but I, I do, I'm looking at like the setup of the game and I do recognize like that you have tried to get us to play this game on multiple occasions. Where like I, I think a, there was I literally a, a time where you, you were setting it up and we were pretty drunk and I was like, Mickey, this is was oh, that the game? Son of a bitch. No. Was that the game? Oh, it, it, it was one of them, but we played Duelings instead. Doomlings is, uh, Doomlings is great. Oh, Doomlings I, did, is awesome. I didn't. I didn't think it, that that may have hit my list if I remembered it. Yeah. Okay. Honorable mentions. What do you guys got? Anything? Ooh, I'll let you go first. Matt. Life. <laughs> the game of life. Exploding kittens. Bang. Yeah, I had exploding kittens um, on mine. Everything else I had. So, on okay. Mine got so mentioned. the the one I was flipping between Smash Up, uh, and this last pick was uh, the Forbidden series. It's a cooperative game. Uh, it's like two, two to four players, and there's like Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, Forbidden. There's like several different versions of this game, just taking different scenarios. And you're trying to, you're working together, to try to find artifacts that are lost in uh, these places. And the moment all artifacts get picked up, actually, no, as you're looking for the artifacts, like the, you, like say in Forbidden Island, the island is sinking in this scenario. So like water is just rising so you only have a certain amount of time before you die mm. and you had to try to scoop the artifacts and head out before that artifacts are gone oh sorry before uh the water rises enough so these are drown. co-op there's so a co-op, co-op series of games co-op. forbidden okay yes. i i do like I, I don't think there's any co-op games on our list there is not i no, almost yeah. put a co- i almost put that yeah, but i needed to put yeah. my favorite game on there Honestly, the only co-op game I've really played is Pandemic. Pandemic. Now, the the problem with co-op games, I think, or at least with with Pandemic, is like whoever the person with the most experience playing the game usually just dominates. It's the just running the game. For yes, the yes, yes, yes. Just runs the yeah. game. So I've had experiences with Pandemic where like it was like four people, but like me and one guy were just like deliberating, like, hey, like what do we do? And then like two people were just kind of off to the side, just like chilling. It's just like, it's kind of a curse. Yeah, yeah. what, what I problem. try to do during uh, cooperative games is just try to leave the decision-making to uh, everybody else if I'm the most experienced one, which I usually am. Yeah. Glo- Gloomhaven, Draws of the Line is a cooperative game. And the interesting thing about that is like your spells are hidden. Like you can't show each other, like you can't show each other the spells and there's like a certain like, like the decisions have to be made by the player that's like holding the deck. You can't like, it's it's very difficult to actually like collaborate on your turn because like you put down two cards of your own free will and then like you guys have to collaborate on your choices of those two cards. So there's like certain games that have to address that, but that is like kind of a, a tough problem to solve for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, 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 and it does end up happening with Betrayal at House on the Hill between the survivors <laughs> when yeah. you play that game too. Because it's just like, no, you fucking run to the run to the organ room, <laughs> pick up the bone, <laughs> play the piano, you end your turn in the gymnasium, and it just turns into like some guy commanding people around. Mm -hmm. I'm that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exploding Kittens stuff, though. though, I didn't, I didn't. Also a good game. Like that's an honorable mention. It's just like, what do you guys think? I mean, I feel like that's a really popular one, like a code names. I always yeah. see I, I love exploding yeah. kittens. Yeah. is great. Yeah. Just didn't uh, make it on what, there. one last one I want to point out is categories. I'm not sure if you guys have played that one. I, I love categories. Lo I love categories. It's my family's go-to game. Yeah. Uh, pretty much I love which one? Sorry. Debates. I love debates over oh, whether something belongs. Or That's yep. like the game. My, That's my family holds grudges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like it still gets brought up to this day for a game that happened like 2 years ago like you st you're still holding on to that really yeah 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 dude no it's just like a hot dog is not a sandwich you can't that's not that that's not what that thing <laughs> yeah. is that's not the category for that object it's always like a really intense yelling match and then like oh. you have to have an arbiter oh when you play like, categories like, like one of the categories is like uh like things you find in your backyard someone will put a horse like like a farm in your backyard like a backyard of a farm and this your horses yeah. that's where you keep your horses like no this is yeah. bullshit you know that's not what it meant <laughs> i would not let that slide if that if someone yeah. put farm for backyard i would no, no, horse. ask them horse. to leave horse i would horse. still call the cops on them but but that's just uh, like the, the problem is we live in yerba linda and there are a lot of people who own horses in oh your Belinda. so like that <laughs> matt's shaking his head because he knows <laughs> matt's we, like yep, we, we've let horse. that we've let that we've let that slide with the horses just because we live in your belinda yeah oh my god that that is that hurts that hurts me a little bit dang yeah there's like you know things that belong like in a burrito and then somebody will put like ketchup and it's like get the fuck out of here yeah get, get like, the please, fuck. please leave my that, house that, that's <laughs> i mean if it's a breakfast burrito Okay, see, this is this. There we go. You, you're right. You were correct, Matt. You can so, stay. So for this game, you, you don't, you don't just, you get like a list of uh, about like twelve different categories, and you'll roll a a, a number die. No, sorry, a letter die. It's a d twenty. So some letters are kept off, like X, because you're never gonna. And whatever letter you roll, you have to stick with that letter to start with for every single category you answer in like two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's pretty I, simple. I got it. I got a question for you guys. How do we feel about taboo? Love taboo. Ca like love taboo, taboo catchphrase. We, oh, uh, we were playing we, taboo, we played, Matt, at your thing. We played band like. <laughs> oh, the one where I me. fucked no, you. No, it wasn't taboo. No, it wasn't taboo. It was, <laughs> the it, 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 it was the one I brought called band words. It's like taboo, but the opponent oh. the opponent team gets to make the band words. It's not uh, on yeah, the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that when? Was, was that, that's, what, that's when, uh, who the fuck? That's fu the Gattaca play, right? The that's the, that's, that's, that's the best yeah, yeah. gameplay in my life. My you want to you want to you want to run I'll people through what so happened? Have this. we told that story yet? I, I was yeah. Dying. So basically, the the context of the game, like Mickey said, is essentially and Mickey or Lucas, I don't remember that well, but basically, you have to write where you you choose words that if the other team says, actually, what have you explained the game? It's, it's like, the basically like you write a list of landmine words and then yes. like the other team has to tell their teammates what a certain thing is. Let's say you're trying to get someone to guess tennis. Trying ball. to get someone to guess yeah. a word. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So you would say, this is a ball. This is an object that you use in a sport with a racket and a net. Right. So, and then, yeah. but, 
but the other team can write like basically landmine words where if the word racket is used, we get a point. If the word net is used, we get a point. So you're trying to like basically like write these words down that you think your opponent will use to give for clues. Right. So one of the words that Lucas's team had to guess successfully was DNA. And knowing Lucas is a movie buff, so there's a movie called Gattaca, which um, for those that aren't familiar is a movie with basically like D DNA gene editing to like optimize humanity. Um, you might, you probably watched it in like your freshman or biology movie. class, maybe. Very good Great, movie. It's a very good very movie. movie. Um, <laughs> and so I, I write down Gattaca for one of my landmine words knowing Lucas, like I know he'll, he'll say this, <laughs> but they get, they get to DNA and they manage to guess DNA without saying Gattaca. But before they move on, <laughs> before they move on, I'm like, oh, what? Hey, Luke, what's that one movie with the DNA? And, and I was just like, goes, Gattaca. I just, without skipping a beat, Gattaca. Fucking Gattaca, Gattaca you idiot. Come like, on, Matt. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, actually, yeah. no, I, and like, I, I, I actually, said it so fast. I, yeah, it happened yeah. so fast. It was like 3 a.m. And like, I, I said it without skipping a beat, like thinking Matt's the idiot. Because it'd be like, Hey, yo, what was that one movie with like... Because we're all belligerently drunk. Like so E.T., like the yeah. little alien. It's like with the extraterrestrial. It's like E.T., you fucking idiot. And he slams yeah. like... it's. It was that energy. And he just slammed Gattaca on. It was It was just awful. But, um, he fell into my trap card. And um, that all... Social social deception, baby. I'm all about... I'm, ske I'm a schemer. He's I'm a schemer. schemer. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a verified schemer. And that, that's honestly... I've had some pretty good plays in Secret Hitler, but... That is probably like one of my best, just like you've activated my trap card moments in my life. <laughs> like, yeah, I felt I felt great about that. Talked about that for a good month after. I'm probably gonna talk about it for at least another week now. But um, cool, we're running kind of late here, boys. What do you say we wrap this one up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's Sounds wrap good. it up. Let's wrap it up. I'm good. I think we hit the we hit the high points here. I think we did. That was a fun one. Um, those in the Discord would love. Well, you know, we'll put a graphic together or I think I let us put the last few together. Thank you. I can decide um, who has the best board game draft here. But um, yeah, I think that's all we got today. Everyone, as always, you can find us online at TFP podcast. It's at TFP podcast with an S at the end website. Thanks for playing dot live. Shoot us an email. Thanks for playing pod at gmail.com. Leave a review wherever you follow all that good stuff. And if you want to hang out with your good buddy, Matt, you can find me on Twitter at good idea. Matthew. Great. Hot if Mickey, where can we find you? Oh, oh, give it to Mickey. No, 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 no. It's okay. Mickey's turn. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at teals underscore BCB, or you can find me in the Discord, in the TFP Discord, where I'm usually trying to break news and stuff, or where something catches my eyes. I want to share like a funny meme that I, I found. I just post it in there and see what people think. Like there's one I posted with a. Uh, Targeting Matt essentially saying, "Don't even tell him. Let him get in the Discord. Let him get in the Discord <laughs> yeah. and find out." Yeah, yeah. We love memes. We love memes. I wouldn't go that far for me, but okay. No, you love him. Mickey. Um, if you want to follow me, you can on Instagram at Good Idea Lucas, or you can check me out on the Discord. Feel free to shoot me a message talking about all sorts of cool things and uh, vote on uh, all of our games that we have coming up. Uh, we have a lot of fun games coming up. I think for February, we're doing The Last of Us this point yep. and then march we are should we tell them hopefully hogwarts <laughs> i mean are we are we even are we just kind of skirting through the voting on that one we're just doing hogwarts right i mean, I mean there there might be voting but like it's all gonna be hogwarts like you did with god of war 
Oh yeah. We're going to play Hogwarts in March. Sorry. Yeah. We're going to play Hogwarts in March, everybody. So, uh, sorry, sorry about it. I mean, I think, I I think the people want to hear our opinions on it. Truly. Yeah. That's, um, it's going to be a, I'm, I'm, very curious. I'm excited about that game to be very clear. I could very be I could be very disappointed, but just from purely a, a fan of that world, I'm I'm very curious to see how that game is and excited for it. But all right everyone, that's all we got time for today. This has been Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scooby Bop! Thanks for playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Sammy Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle 